But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's money time time. Money time time. Wait, no, Lima time time. I got money, I've got money on the brain. Ooh, are you hustling? <laughs> Maybe. A little side gig. Come on. Freaking dogs. Of all the places you could wrestle, you had to knock over my water. Come on. God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's spill time time. It's spill, totally spill time time. Freaking Bob Rogers. A good dog. You dog. know what? If I, had, if I had a nickel for uh, every time a dog spilled water on me, I'd have probably about 15 cents. It's happened <laughs> three specific times, and I remember them all. <laughs> it happens all the time here. Because Bob has like a freaking corn cob of a tail. So, all right. Um, anyway, I am James. He is Patrick. Hi, it's, I'm Patrick. It is, uh, it's Leave It Time Time, episode 89, I think. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's kind of a rough number. It's a very Soviet Union type number. Yeah, there's like not, it. not much to celebrate with an 89. But there's a lot to celebrate for this episode because it's it is our official 2019 season preview. Oh yeah, uh, it's hard. I mean it it feels it's like really this preview. This off season took so long, and then spring training is so long. Like it's real weird to get into a mindset like, oh crap, like games actually start mattering on Thursday. Yeah, that's it's. it's is it weird for me to say that's almost too soon now? <laughs> it just feels like, yeah, it just feels like, like oh, crap, it's already, it's like, it's like Christmas every year. Like, I wake up and it's like, I was like, oh, it's like December 23rd. I need to get some, like, Christmas presents. Like, everyone, everyone else has been in, like, go mode for so long. And I'm like, ah, none of this matters. And then suddenly I realize, like, oh, crap, it's about to matter. That's why, that's why I still, I think that the, uh, the season needs to be, the, at least the preseason needs to be, needs to be short. They're just playing these meaningless. They're just playing. Oh, it's a split squad against the Marlins, and then all of a sudden, oh no, it's opening day, and <laughs> it's time for real baseball. Oh, that's that's part of it too. Like, I mean, just because there's so few teams left in Florida in spring training, uh, it seems like every they're they're playing the Nationals because they share the you know the. Now that makes sense. I would th- I would rather them just play the Nationals nonstop. <laughs> they just they just wear they just change uniforms to who's home field. Because it's the Marlins, it's, it's the Marlins, Mets, Marlins, Mets, Nationals, Cardinals. I think are yeah. still in Florida. Yeah, yeah, that's about the, it. The Yankees, like that's it. That's all. That's it. It's like it's like when you look if you're watching Sports Center like super late at night and all you're paying attention to is is like the bottom line and it has all the college basketball scores. Like I swear to God, Iona and Siena play play each other every single night. Of the year, like that's the in, in basketball, even when it's not basketball season. Like, I if if, if it was like July and like Iona 61, Sienna 59, I'd be like, oh crap, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Those are two like basketball, like NCAA deep cut teams, yeah. And it's like, like watching St. Bonaventure. Or like yeah. one of those, just one of those <laughs> random school, the mid majors, yes. So, anyway, uh, it's, right, been, uh it, it's been a couple yeah. weeks. How you been? I'm good, man. It's it's almost baseball season. I mean, technically it is baseball season, but 
It is. And it's it's definitely extension season for the Astros. I love it. So let, let's 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 do these in order. Uh, Ryan Presley, two years, seventeen and a half million dollars. Does that seem low or high? Um, it seems low. It seems real low. Um, but that is, I don't even want to say low key because it it's it is that is the I'll say under that's an underrated extension. Yes. Um, I, well, I, and of course it's overshadowed by two superstars. Yeah, that's true. But but that's that that signing got me excited because they're it's not just trying to keep a, a core together they're trying to keep a they're trying to build a dynasty yes that's exactly what they're trying to do and and like and and i guess the teams have tried to do that before but it, it's never been like so like in your face like no this is a dynasty we're locking up our people <laughs> taking care of our guys before we need to and uh like it's just in your face like this is what we're going to do like deal with it american league and that's what it feels like that's definitely that's that's exactly right and, and do you think the Astros would, and, and maybe, and, and if the answer is yes, then I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to argue with you either way, uh, because this isn't, <laughs> this you get this episode over with. This isn't one of those, we don't do those kinds of podcasts. Uh, yeah, we just don't do, we, yeah, we don't do that because we don't, we don't really disagree too much. That's right. That's right. But somehow, somehow this still, this, somehow this works, but like we, we, we don't disagree on, uh, on many, on, many baseball items. On a whole lot. The, do you think that the Astros do these deals if they, if they don't get beat by the Red Sox in the 2018 playoffs? Like, do you think that it's not a sense of, it's not a sense of urgency? And I want to ask you about that in a minute. But, but do you think that if, if they'd won back to back World Series, that they would, they'd be a little more content to maybe let Justin, let Verlander walk or let Bregman go, you know, through arbitration a couple times before trying to. No. Or, or do you think they've always had in mind that this is their window and they're going to win as many as they can for as I long think, as that window's open? I think it's 100% that they're going, they have a plan. And they're sticking to it no matter what. I, I, I think that, um, yeah, I think they would have done the same thing regardless. And I don't see any reason. I mean, for fans, we can like we can take take a step back if they had won a World Series last year and back to back. We're gonna like, all right, we can take the armor off. We're good. We're chilling. No matter what, because anything that would happen after a back to back World Series is all gravy. Yeah, that's true. We wouldn't care. We honestly wouldn't care. We would. We would be apathetic. Isn't the right word, but we'd be so satisfied that we would just be like, "All right, yeah, we'll roll with the punches." If they don't want to, if they want to drag Bregman through all of all arbitration years, fine. If they don't bring Verlander back, and they you know tip a cap to him. Great, thanks for those two World Series. I mean, we wouldn't care. But I, they're they're sticking to a plan. I think that's right. And they're uh, they're stone cold killers. I, I think that the, I mean all they've done is, and I feel like I'm always repeating this, but all they've all they've done is lay out exactly what they were going to do, and and they've done it. Yeah, that's that's true. Okay. And that includes Crane saying, "When it's time to open up the checkbook and pay players, I will." Oh, look, he's he's. I mean, what's it up to around two hundred million guaranteed out of his pocket for the for Altuve, Bregman, and 
Verlander? Oh, at least. I'm actually going to I'm going to spend some time tomorrow looking at at how the payroll breaks down and how much room, you know, they possibly have tomorrow. But it's still like the way the way the contracts are staggered out and the way it's set up, they're still like they're still in position to to add yep. to uh retain other guys, other pieces like, you know, Springer for instance or uh or even a guy named Carlos who uh <laughs> just sits back in the shadows. I wonder what what he thinks. I, I think he has. I, I I was thinking about that. I think he has because to, it's not him. Because it's not him versus Bregman, and and it, it it feels like it keeps coming to that because he was the superstar and the like the uh, the Vunder Kent and all that stuff. Um, but they're not against each other. No, <laughs> so no, they're, they, they're not. They're, they're on two different planes, and like they they could, they're both allowed to be superstars. Yeah, and I, I think I think Correa knows, and I because I I think he. More than anything, I think objectively, Correa has to sit back and and think. Okay, Altuve was was extremely good. He was great, and and he got paid. Uh, Justin Verlander was great, and he got paid. Alex Bregman was great in 2017 and 2018, and he got paid. Carlos Correa was great in 2017, and obviously limited because of his back, but not that great last year, uh, or or at least he he was great until. Until he went on the DL, and he never really, he never really came back. He never really came. No, back he was. The DL. Not, he was just to say, go, go back. He was not great last year. He was not great last year. And, it was, and, and whether it was injuries or, I mean, I mean, we all know what it was. It was. It was a back injury, and he never got comfortable. Never could get it back. So it just wasn't. It wasn't a great year for him. I would say. I would say that up until he went on the DL, like he was. He was. He's been. He's been a a good to great player from the from the time he came into MLB up until he went on the DL. Last year, yeah. Yeah. and but I think he has to know like I, it didn't it didn't work for me last year. They're they're not going to pay me, but I regain my form. Then then they'll then we'll at least talk about it. You know he he did become one of the best defensive shortstop in the and if not the best in the league. Yeah, he's I mean great defender, absolutely great defender. Um, yeah, you know, and I, and I was thinking about this. This is a, just a take off of that, but I'm wondering with Bregman. Clearly stepping in as the face of not only the franchise but a, pretty much of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Suck on that, Mike Trout, you boring piece of garbage. <laughs> so good, so much talent, but just can't, just couldn't, uh, couldn't entertain anybody. <laughs> but I'm wondering if if Correa thrives now that Bregman is the guy that we thought we wanted Correa to be. Ooh, I like it. And in it- terms of in terms of like. Like the guy that we're all we're rallying behind, we're, you know we're we're looking for the soundbite. The because Altuve's never going to say anything. Nope. He's going to be one of your leaders, but we know who he is. So Correa was the guy that was like, all right, he's wearing his 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 light color fedoras and his transition <laughs> lenses, riding in his all his his fixed up cars from Cuba. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but I'm wondering with with Bregman signing this and Bregman clearly with that video that came out. Like Bregman is the fucking the backbone of the Houston Astros already. Yes. yes. And I think that, and I think that the the organization and the team itself would all agree with that. There the way the the players were out there for the announcement like everybody's riding with Bregs. Yep. So I'm wondering if Correa can just sit back plan out his show with his fiance and future <laughs> wife that they're going to do on Instagram and just rake and just play. Yeah. He, he has no 
Carlos Correa, besides the pressures that he puts on himself and you know stuff, contractual stuff for the future, he doesn't have any pressure from fans. We're not worrying about it. No. He can he can just go out and play. That's true. He does. What, I mean, what if he? I mean, and what if he thrives in that? Just kind of being like a a one uh, a, like a one one B one C superstar, uh-huh. not the face, but but right there and still just as important, but not having to uh, shoulder the load. I can't tell if he's the guy that wants that. And I, this, I'm not trying to in any way trying to knock Korea, but and, and and again, it's not a Bregman versus Korea thing, but but. I break obviously when the game is on the line, you would prefer Bregman to be up to bat. Not that Correa doesn't want that, but but knowing that he doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to carry that team. You know, he obviously he's a number one overall pick. You know, he right. he's been talking about being in this position since he was probably seven or eight years old. But right. but not having to not having to carry the 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 media side of uh, of the Astros and. Uh, or the, yeah. the actual offense, he doesn't have to carry that if if he's able to relax a little bit and and just perform. Right, that that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking. I'm wondering if he even thrives. And I mean, it's hard to top what he did in 2017. But what if, like, yeah, he didn't have to be the guy to go on MLB TV and uh, you know, be be hilarious and zany. He's not the guy that's going to go on fucking SNL or shoot up on Jimmy Kimmel like Bregman might be. Right. Bregman is per- he he is he's he's a perfect poster shot for the game of baseball, and if and again like I, I hate to keep harping on this, but I don't really hate to. But if the, if Major League Baseball does not realize that Alex Bregman is the is the face of baseball and they don't market him properly, then they deserve anything that that comes from it, any backlash or any downturns in popularity. Yeah, because they're not marketing because they're not properly marketing their players. I mean he. <laughs> He's, he comes out with the, the soundbite, not only thanking the city and giving us all goosebumps, but just talking about how it's a fucking obsession for him. And it is. It is. Like, he is obsessed with playing baseball, and to have him on our team, like, like I'm legit grateful. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, I mean, it, how fast he rose, he rose to prominence and to superstardom is insane, and that's only, I mean, that's just a... It's a testament to his talent, number one, but it's it's work ethic. It's, it's absolute it's, it's work 100% ethic. One hundred percent work ethic. And so, so they need to market him, or they're or, and they need to make him the face because it, he's one of those guys that, like, the, the, if you knew his story and knew how he was and knew the intricacies of Alex Bregman, if you're a baseball fan, you're gonna love the guy. You you may hate playing against him sometimes, but you're gonna love the guy because he's he, he's like the embodiment of a he's like a a guy, if you were writing a baseball novel, like he's a, he's like the guy you would write. You'd write just obsessed with it and just gritty and uh, so he's like he's just a he's like a he's a hero from a baseball novel. He is. That's exactly what he is. And and baseball, major league baseball as an entity, uh, is extremely infuriating just because they were they I don't know what their I don't their marketing strategy feels like freaking cracker barrel where they're trying to market nostalgia and and that works for a certain sub subset of of a, of the current generation of fans but but other you you have to market your personalities that's what people tune in to see if they care about a player they're going to care about a team and they're going to watch you every single night that I mean but it, it just seems like baseball is is just relying on 
on nostalgia and history, and I I feel stupid knocking them for that. And, and Bryce Harper. Be, yeah, they, yeah, no, they're trying to ride Bryce they, Harper. Where and, they really double down on Bryce Harper, and again, he has zero personality. No, because he's because he's been groomed for this for so long that he knows not to say anything. That's that well, he's, is, a, he's a baseball bot. He's a baseball bot with a stupid ass bandana. <laughs> and, I just, I yeah, he's just, I, I, there was nothing more infuriating than, than uh, run of the mill cliche answers. And Jeter was the king of those. Yeah, but Jeter had, but see, Jeter had like the whole lore behind him with the sex baskets, <laughs> and, and not to mention that he was just a winner and everything he did was great. I mean, Jeter had the city of New York behind him. He, he wasn't, he, he wasn't a. Uh, personality list like buffoon like Bryce Harper's kind of a buffoon <laughs> yeah no, Mike, that's true. Mike Trout Mike Trout just no personality as as boring as anything else and the, and the problem incredible baseball player the problem with 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 Trout and talking about these personalities is that baseball hasn't done anything to to prove to prove anything other than what we already think like there's there's not uh, there's just they're not it doesn't they're they're trying to market the sport and they're trying to market the game but anytime you hear about baseball trying to revamp its image there it's it's about the pitch clock or banning shifts or it's like it, they have no idea what the fuck's going on no they're yeah no they're, it's it's cracker barrel it's it's make, like i don't know we'll just see we'll add robots we'll, we'll add clocks we're going to remove umpires we're going to just <laughs> Let's poll the fans and see what they want, and then everything the fans list that they want fixed in the game, he just doesn't do any of it. Doesn't do any of it. Like we like no, to. No, he just adds. Well, let's. What if, what if we just eliminated umpires? We uh, let's let's make uh, after two foul balls, you're just out. Let's <laughs> make beer softball rules. It's beer league softball. That's exactly yeah, what he's trying let's, to turn. Let's speed it up. If we could just. What if we eliminated the foul ball? Like, Manfred, <laughs> no. Some he'll be like. Sometimes I'll be watching. There'll be ten fouled off, and and I just get so mad. If that was an out, the game would move right along, and everybody's behind him. They're scared to say anything because he's a villain. <laughs> and then that's how and that's how we get these rules. That's how we get pitch clocks. That's how we get Manfred, pitch clocks. Manfred's in there drinking his fucking his spritzer, and he can't. Uh, he just comes up with these terrible ideas, and nobody tells him no. Yeah, because they're afraid to. Because he'll uh-huh. he'll send them to I don't know. Yeah, he'll feed you to his Rottweilers. <laughs> he'll, let, he'll, he'll, he'll let the dogs loose like Mr. Burns. The, 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 <laughs> I think everybody, everybody that, that quote-unquote wants to fix baseball, it, it's to make it easier to enjoy. And it, you, so it doesn't cost you a freaking fortune to go to a game. And if you can't go to a game, get rid of the blackout rules to make it to where you can at least watch your favorite team or watch the team that's close by. Because you're still going to get those ad dollars, and and that's that's you know ultimately what baseball apparently is about, but th- that doesn't seem to register with anyone who has any sort of uh, decision making authority in Major League Baseball. Like everyone, everyone's like, make it easier for us to go or easier for us to enjoy the game. No, and, it, see that, and that's what that's what makes me think that uh, I'm not like on a conspiracy black helicopter level, but it makes me think like, do you really want to fix anything, or do you just want the appearance that you're tinkering that you're trying to do something? Because 
me and you have these conversations, and anybody with any kind of baseball acumen would tell you, like these are some of these things are very easy fixes. Yeah. In terms of just to make it, uh, just easy on the fans that are already here for them to put more to to put more into the game. I mean, the, the, I'd like to see what the revenues for MLB TV is, and that's why they won't. because because they must they must make they must make a shit ton on that. Yeah. Um. And with with normal blackout restrictions, because the it's I I went to uh, I went to see what the the spring training what the spring training uh, price was for uh for just one team just for the Astros. I was gonna just see what that was uh, price wise, and the, the prices are ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. for a whole season, it's just a joke. So I, I don't people, but people are paying it. And and I mean, MLB a subscription to MLB TV is is like one hundred and thirty dollars. And but but the blackout restrictions still apply. How many more? How many people in Chicago or Las Vegas or or just no, outside I live of in Houston, Las Vegas, except Bryce Harper's family, <laughs> just outside of Houston, and the Pawn Stars guys and Chumley. It's just Chumley <laughs> and Bryce Harper's family. <laughs> how, how many people would 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 buy MLB TV without the blackout restriction? They they're you're almost guaranteed to make more money. You, now, you would one hundred percent make more money. Now, is the blackout restriction is it is that more an MLB thing, or is that to protect these uh, the TV deals? I don't think it protects the TV deals because the black now if the, the blackout risk the zones are are crazy and the and the logic is that you should be able to either get the network or or go to the game itself. Now, if you oh, look, so that's what it's saying. Like that, you should be if you if it's blacked out, you should be able to see it elsewhere. You should Which be not able, necessarily true at all. You should be able to see it on the network that the team has worked out whatever deal with. Right. But if you live in Lubbock and don't get AT and T Sportsnet, like you're still blacked out, even though you're nine. What? Yeah, nine hours from Houston. Yeah, uh, it's eleven, ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just because I've made that treacherous, treacherous drive. It's terrible. To that hellscape. Uh, and so... Yeah, yeah, quick, quick, down with Lubbock. Just down with <laughs> Lubbock. That's all I got. Anyway. You know that there was one time I came out of class, and there was a legit tumbleweed in the bed of my truck. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, West Texas. <laughs> and I was, I really was. There was, a real, there was a real tumbleweed, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just, I've had enough. And then I really packed up and left that night. <laughs> Never looked back. So, so down with shitty ass Lubbock. I love it. And my, and my bootlegging ticket. <laughs> I like that we've talked more about Lubbock than we have about Justin Verlander. Uh, okay, we, uh, well, let's get to that so we can get, get out of here. We we went on a save the game. We're, we're, you know, me and you, we're, we are champions of the game. And we're just trying to propel it to, to new heights. That's right. You know? By... And, and we're not so selfish that we only need to talk about our team. But, uh, yeah, JV, they, they locked him down. I, I love the deal. I don't care what the numbers are. He deserved it. It's perfect. Um, I've been saying, I've been harping on on this stupid-ass podcast that we do, that that was a priority. Uh-huh. Um, well, they either... They either JV or Cole is a priority. I, I think. Um, I think I like the fact that I think that I like that they did Verlander first. Yeah. Um, and and, and a Cole might be a little a wait and see, see how he pitches this year, see what happens. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him locked down too. 
I would be more surprised to see Cole locked down than, say, Springer. Like, I, I think there's enough pitching. Uh, there's there's enough well, pitching. Why not, but why not keep all of it? I I mean, I, I hate to. I'm not trying to like carry water for the for for the owners as a as a whole, but I mean, you you get to a point where 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 you eh, I, I don't know as much as I railed I've railed against the owners this offseason I'm about to say well yeah, at some point you run out of money but I don't I that, that I don't think that's true I don't I don't know why no screw it keep coal it's not my money it's fine do it yeah I, I wonder what kind of deal would be would what be something want? that he would be willing to accept and that would still be team somewhat team friendly now I believe he is a Boris client I don't. I don't. I couldn't care less about that anymore. Well, I mean, who's who is to blame for Dallas for Dallas Keuchel sitting there looking for a team? I, I, I think poor Dallas Keuchel. I think that's a well. Dallas Keuchel is a uh, a victim of a perfect storm of a a weird market of teams not willing to bite. I mean, he is a to to be fair. He's a thirty one year old pitcher that is a location guy. Yeah, and and that's that's a hard sell if you're now. As far as if if I'm Keuchel, I don't know the whole is if it, it sort of felt like as long as he was in Houston, he was going to test free agency. Like that's just what it felt. And I mean, with reports, this that's what off- you do as a player. I mean, I have I don't blame him one bit for that. But I mean, the Astros all, you know, try, apparently tried to extend him back in 2015 for like five years and ninety million dollars. He should have taken it. He should have, a, and I'm sure now he's like, well, crap. You know, I'd be in in year four of of that deal, or yeah, I guess it would be it'd be the yeah. Fourth. You'd be pitching your way into another one. You'd be pitching your way into another one. You know, I mean, it's I, I I do feel bad for Keiko because I think both I think both he and Boris misread misread the situation. I think everybody did. Everybody misread this. I mean, even teams that had glaring needs One. didn't pull the trigger on him. He, I mean, Keiko is a very specific. It, it takes a very specific fit. I mean, I mean, it's 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 park, it's it's stadium, it's uh, I mean, it's a it's a lot of stuff, and that's and it sounds like a slight to his his abilities, and it's not. But he can't pitch in certain places. You know, he's like, I don't know. I guess he can pitch every place. To be honest with you, he's a ground ball guy. Well, he's a ground ball um, guy, but he's a, he's a lefty, which you know, a, a solid, a solid proven lefty with who clearly has studied through two hundred innings last year. You know, he has some injury history, but who doesn't? And and you look at you look at Craig Kimbrell, who's kind of in the same boat, and who's, Kimbrell wants a fucking a shit ton of money. I and think, he, and he, deser- and he deserves it. And, and but I think to an extent Keuchel does too, and they're two very different pitchers who are in the same situation where it's opening day this week, and they still need a job. And and I don't I, and and I think I think does Keuchel end up with it back with the Astros? I on a on a much reduced deal. I think I think they see how Wade Miley goes, and if they turn Wade Miley into Charlie Morton again, then then no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Now, if, if, you know, McHugh scuffles or Peacock scuffles, you know, 
Maybe, but th- I think the longer he goes without a job, the better chance he has of, of coming back. But I don't know th- what the Astros' needs are and if they even if, – if, I mean, at this point, we don't, we don't know if they need Dallas Keuchel. But, I mean, well, I don't, think, I don't necessarily think they need him. I, I know when um, Jeff came out and said that, that the Astros were going to go to opening day with the team that they had in, in camp, and was and like you know it made it a point to see we're not we're not signing anybody at this point. It was kind of a message like no we're not we're not really messing with them. Yeah, now it, an injury comes up and Keuchel's still there. You know it, it it makes perfect sense, but but I think Keuchel makes sense for a lot of teams. Well, I've been reading I've been reading that the 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 Rays who we're opening up against are the the one of the places he'll end up. I think I think Atlanta, which is weird, which is weird because the Rays don't sign people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they give people away. Yeah, uh, I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense for Keiko because he can go back and and have McCann be his catcher. Uh-huh. But the, I mean, this, not not on March twenty third. You know, I don't. It's just a. And if you wait until June, then you don't have to forfeit the draft pick. And and maybe I, I don't know. Maybe Keiko does Keiko sign a one year or. A prorated one-year deal, but it kicks in in June. Like, would that benefit? Would that benefit him a little bit to to only be sort of responsible for maybe 140 innings or 120 innings as opposed to being expected to carry 200? I don't. I don't know. Well, I think at this point, like just getting a deal done and getting in, getting in with the team is becomes a priority. So all the what he hopes for and what he's worth and what he deserves that all that shit's out the window at this point. Well, I I think there's also a little bit of pride. Uh, a little bit of pride at stake as well in that you don't want to, I mean, I think everyone agrees that Adam Jones was a really good player like five years ago and and he's not really a a good player. And it it sort of felt like he was just sort of, he got that like one year, $3 million deal from Arizona and everyone's like, ah, poor Adam Jones, you know, makes sense though. But if Keuchel signs a one year, $3 million deal, like that's a, that's a slap in the face. Like he is not a $3 million play. He's a 10 to, uh, what 15, 15 to tw- ten to fifteen fifteen twenty I don't I don't know how you obviously you don't the Astros didn't give him the qualifying offer or they did give him a qualifying offer of eighteen million dollars knowing full well that he could pull a Colby Rasmus and accept it and I, I just I just at some point there there it's it's a pride issue and I could see Keiko saying like screw you I'm not signing for less than this amount. And the longer he sits there, and more people are wondering why don't why doesn't Dallas Keuchel sign? He's got that not sympathy, but but sort of that that that's in his back pocket. That that the longer he's unemployed, the more the system seems corrupt and unjust. <laughs> we are we all know the answer to what that is, <laughs> and it totally is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all corrupt. Time time is fleeting. It's a dark, cold, soulless beast. <laughs> so what I mean I I think you know, So yeah we derailed off the Verlander. So the I mean the Verlander the Verlander deal is it's just exciting because it just shows to say that the that this 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 team that we know that won a World Series and was a few injuries away from winning another one is going to remain together and uh for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And that's that's really exciting. I mean I I, it's, especially for this city, I couldn't. Tell, there's never been a team that in this city that's that's like said that okay, this is this is what we're gonna do, <laughs> and lock down all the pieces. Like there's 
it's almost I, I don't even know how to, I almost don't know how to process it. Is it is it World Series or bust? Is that the expectation? Yes. What what I mean what what would the other expectation be? I mean I I, I don't want the moral victory. Flounder in the shitty ass AOS. No, the division <laughs> is weak. Um. So they're set up to win the division for multiple years by default. Yeah. And then you have, and then uh, you also have a, a core group of, of players that have been together. I, I, I mean, there's no reason that they they can't win a, m- multiple World Series. No, there's there's not. But it, let's say that I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that it will it will happen because that's not how it works out. But they're gonna they're gonna be in position to play for multiple World Series and and for through the the next two or three years. Yeah. And, and possibly more, but, but, but guaranteed through what twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean it's twenty twenty three. I, I think know. you you still have a, a a three to five year window where where the expectation is. I mean, where the expectation is, if you lose in the ALCS, like something went wrong. Right. So right, I mean, because there's no, I mean there are no there's no weaknesses on this team. You go into the 2019 with a with a closer that you know of. You got Presley locked up. You've got you've got young talent, young arms all around that you can fit into holes. Mm-hmm. You've got a arguably the best, still the best starting rotation, Sans Keuchel. Um, and then you've got a a lineup that is not to be fucked with. I mean, you've added Michael Brantley. I mean, I I. I I'm trying not to get too excited about it, but I mean, this team has no weaknesses. There, there's not. I mean, it, if anything, it's the it's sort of the back of the rotation. But, but there's. I mean, Brad, Brad Peacock's a number five. He'd be a he'd be a three on a, on an awful lot of teams. Uh, and it's and it's guys that we've seen be successful. Yeah, and, and you're right. The, 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 there's no reason, which is why I sort of don't understand what Minnesota. And I guess Minnesota made some signings this off season, but. Fully sixty percent. I mean, it's the Royals aren't going to do anything. The Tigers are aren't going to do anything. No, that's a week. It's the White a, Sox will be there. In a, they'll they'll be ready in a couple years. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll be ready soon. But it, I mean, basically, you know, you beat the Indians more, you know, a few times, and and you're sitting you're sitting in, in a really good position in the in the AL Central, and I don't understand. How you don't look at the rest of your at, at, at who you play almost half of your games against and think these guys are terrible, and I mean if, if you play you play the Tigers these guys are terrible you play the Royals the Tigers and the and the White Sox fifty seven times out of one hundred and sixty two games like you should win forty thirty five or forty of those and well that, and and that's why that's why last year when everybody was freaking out about the the Indians, I was like, they've only won 90 games and they play in that shitty-ass division. Play, yes. and, and Minnesota was terrible. So, I mean, that, and that whole division was awful. And they, and they, and they like, backdoored into 90 wins. I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm not scared of them. No, I'm not scared like, of them not, at all. It's not a great baseball team. I'm not saying they're bad, but that's not a great baseball team. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the Astros are abs- – I mean, not that this wasn't their – not that they just changed course when they realized, oh, the Mariners are rebuilding – or the Mariners are doing whatever the hell the Mariners are actually doing, but but just recognizing like the landscape, like w- there's no reason why we can't sweep into you know or you know even even at seventy five percent we're gonna win this division. 
you know, and, and if we're at a hundred percent, we're going to win it by 15 or 20 games. And, yeah. and then let's see, let's keep everyone healthy and see what happens in the playoffs. Like it's just set up to, it's just, it's an, it's an easier path than it used to be. Yeah. Cause I mean, you have, you have the A's who are not the same team as last year, but that's the only team that is seemingly trying. Yeah. Um, we have the Angels. I don't know why. I'll, I'll never respect them. I really won't. And they just don't have any pitching. Like, there's just, I mean, sure, you've got Trout and Otani. That's cool. But name one other person on that team. Uh, they, they still have David Eckstein. <laughs> I'm sure. I think they have. I think Jim Edmonds is still an angel. Uh, is who Albert Poole still playing? Is he really, though? Is he playing? Apparently. I mean. Wow. That's incredible. I think, did they, didn't they sign Matt Harvey? Do they, do they have still Garrett Anderson? Does Garrett Anderson still play for <laughs> <laughs> Tim Salmon, I think, is still is still batting ninth. I'll never get tired of playing the old Angels game where we just name old Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Anderson, get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> John Lackey. Uh, I still I just feel that there's just nothing to be scared of. And, Jim Abbott. Nice. I'm most scared of. I'm absolutely most scared of injuries. Like that's that's what I'm scared of. Yeah, I think that's what we're all scared of. Is is discomfort <laughs> in any in any area of the body? Yes. There's discomfort that gives me discomfort. Yeah. No. It's it's true. There's uh, there, but that's that's sort of it. I mean. No. I mean, but I mean, even other teams like the Red Sox got worse. Uh, the Yankees you're gonna have to deal with. That's about it. Like and the American League, the American League is wide open. You just you just hope that the Red Sox and Yankees just beat the crap out of each other and wear each other down. And they usually do. Yeah. But that coupled with the fact that there just aren't, there's no other talented teams, and no offense, to, no offense to the rest of the American League, but fucking get better. Yeah. I mean, the, you couldn't you couldn't name five wild card contenders that are legit that could win the World Series. No. After you after you named okay, so well, I mean, okay, but you have the you have the Yankees or Red Sox, whoever doesn't win that division. Uh huh. And then who the fuck else? Uh, think twi- think of second place teams, the Rays. You could I could see the the Rays are literally the best team other than okay then you have a uh, then maybe Minnesota Minnesota and Oakland but I don't think o- Oakland's going to o- be a, but Oakland you're I'm, you're looking at like an 85 win team yeah I don't think Oakland I mean I don't yeah they're certainly not winning 95 games or 93 however many they won last no, year fuck no I I would I would be surprised if they're if they're plus 90 honestly yeah but I mean but 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 after that. That's it. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Angels. Maybe the because I mean, what are they? They usually uh, peter around five hundred. Maybe they 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 put something together and or they they have a decent first half and make a trade or assign something. I, there's talent there. Yeah, that's about it. I can't. I mean, there's no other teams that are competing. No, there's there's always some. The Central team. is all eliminated. Yeah, no, there's they're no done. central. There's no, there's no. Obviously, there's no Baltimore. Yeah, but I w- there's no Seattle. There's no Texas. No. There's That's no it. Toronto. 
There's no Toronto. That's it. I could I could easily see the the Rays winning like 92 games and finishing third place in in the AL East and still and still making the playoffs. Oh yeah, I I, I wish they would because I uh, they deserve it. They deserve they deserve to get a shot last year. I thought. Uh, yeah. You know I felt that that's that's a crummy situation. Um, you see, and that's something that. This, it doesn't happen very often, but this is that's something that baseball could fix. Make it like a like soccer does, where it's not division oriented, and if your if your record is better than another team, yeah, you have a because ch- that, that I don't know that just that, that annoys me. You have a shitty division like the like the Central, and then you have the Rays out there. I, I feel like you should. If you have a better record, you should have a chance to play for that wild card. Yeah, no, I could. I mean, it's it's easily. Because- it's easily it could easily happen to where the Indians win the division with eighty seven wins and right. the, the Rays have to play a one game playoff with and they've won ninety two games yeah. and they got to play a one and then and yeah you have I mean because last year nobody was catching the Red Sox and the Yankees you know had a good year too but that when that's you're fucked like that's not the, <laughs> the Rays had the Rays had an incredible year and deserved a lot of credit like they deserve to at least play for a spot in the playoffs. Yeah. Now imagine if they could actually spend money, and and they they could probably they they. I'm, oh, I'm, they can spend money. They, they, they just choose not to. They play in a haunted fucking garage. <laughs> the haunted fucking like a, a practice, a, a, like a abandoned practice facility from an arena <laughs> football team. Oh, the trop is a fucking atrocious. Would you rather play in in, the, in its current state? Would you rather play in the trop or at the Astrodome? Oh, um, which has more haunted cats? It's probably it's probably fifty fifty. I, I could go either way. Um, I would rather play in a fucking dilapidated Astrodome than <laughs> than the current drop. <laughs> I hate it. Is a it's an eyesore. It's just it's it's sterile, and by sterile, it's not sterile. It's very very it's very very contagious. It's Be careful very, there. Very fertile. Yes. And like the and it's arguably its best moment is stupid ass Bryce Harper hitting the back of the wall during that home run derby when he was in high school. That's the only thing cool that's ever happened there. Yeah, that, that's true. That's very and then true. It, basically, the rest of the, the the rest of the history of the Trop is them just a bunch of young talent coming through there and us falling in love with them, and then they're just being dispersed through uh, to different <laughs> major league baseball teams. It's true. So yeah, so fuck the Trop. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so the Astros are um, are the are the best and are set up to continue to be the best, which will make our our job on, on this podcast very easy. Yeah, no, there, it'll be nothing to complain about. Uh, this will be an escape from the horrors of of daily of being alive in this world. Wait, wait a second, wait. I mean, that makes it harder on us. I forgot. I forgot that it's remember. Oh, yeah, it there's is. There's nothing to complain about. We're like, ooh, we're like sitting there, like, yeah. uh... Yeah, there, uh, there was like a couple times last year where it was just like, yeah, they've won, uh, yeah, they've won ten in a row. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, they're good. <laughs> I, don't know to, we, I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, that's true. The the best content wise, the best season was twenty sixteen. Oh, bro! When we thought they'd be really good and then they they just weren't. And we were so miserable. I was so just so angry. I'm not even. I was just so angry. Like that's... <laughs> Those episodes are hilarious. It's almost like a, it's a different show. It is. 
but we didn't have a World Series. It's it's like we had sex for the first time, and now we're like we're, that was like pre we were virgins then, and now we've had sex, and we're like we're all cool and smoking cigarettes and driving with our or with, we got a new Jeep. Yeah, and we, we took, took the, the top off, and we're just driving with a topless Jeep now. And, and the doors are off. Took the doors off too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're barefoot in a, in a door doorless Jeep. We're in Crystal Beach. Somehow, yeah, we're yeah we're hanging out with Clint, Shane, and Jackie, and all the, <laughs> just driving around doing donuts, <laughs> drinking vermouth straight. Yeah, just, yeah, we're just living that beach crime life. <laughs> Brandon back, he's in the back with his croakies on, just like throwing up the hang ten sign. <laughs> drinking red stripe just because he's on the beach. He's like, oh, I don't know. I thought it was Jamaica. They got a beach, right? And there was like, shut up, Brandon Mackey. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the early schedule very quickly. All right, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. So um, I've got them winning every game they're playing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, no, I you got – so what, you start with – it's what's Tampa, Texas, and then back here for Oakland? I'm oh, – of course. I have to re-log into it, Bat, so I can't find it. Here I got it. I'll pull it up. Pull it up. I don't. I don't know. It's me, the hero again. Yep. I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, here we go. I'm pretty sure that's I was right, but I don't want to. I don't want to go on the official record because you know what happens when you go on the record. People don't like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. So it's for Tampa. Um. I'm excited, but I'm sure you aren't excited about the three o'clock Thursday start. But I like it. Uh, in in a, in a different time in my life, yeah, I'd be I'd be right. pretty excited. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's Tampa, it's Texas, and then it's here for Oakland, and then the Yankees are in town. Okay, so you get the Yankees series out of the way kind of early before Severino comes back. Yeah, so you get so you get a month you get, and they're both ESPN games for Monday and Tuesday. So that's cool. So that's there you go, baseball. Better, and then um, it's better than playing all, in New York, where it's probably going to be like thirty six degrees. Yes, yeah, it's snow, it's snow and snow people. Yeah. So then, okay, so then you go, then you go on the road, and you go out to Seattle for three, and then Oakland for two, and one of those weird ass fucking Tuesday Wednesday series. So it's a lot of division games early. Yeah, and then you're and then you're and then you're back at Texas. So most of April. Here, so is, let's hear. We'll do. We'll do. We'll just do April. So yes. Okay. So it's. Come back here for the the home openers, the A's. Then you get the Yankees, and then we leave town and we go to Seattle, and then we go to Arlington, and then we're back home for the. This is this could be an interesting series, for the Twins, and the Indians. Okay. And then we round we close out April by going back to Minnesota. That's that's weird. For some, yeah, it's very weird. But so so we'll be done with the twins by the end of April. Yeah, but see, we have and then like you see, yes, yeah, so in the beginning of May, we got the the Royals are in town. Um, more games with the Rangers. It looks we're really front loaded with the Rangers. I mean, it just it just sort of feels like it's it's kind of set up for the Astros. It's sort of like 2017, where you it was opening day, you blinked, and they had an 11 game lead. The, they have the they have the opportunity to do that because May gets May's even better because it's so you start May with um, you have the Twins for the first or you're you're in Minnesota then you go out to L A cul-de-sac for the Angels <laughs> and then you're back here for the the Royals Rangers and then you have the Tigers 
the Red Sox for three, and then you have the White Sox and the Red Sox back again. So you have the both Red Sox series are in May. That's weird. But you have but you have uh, those are the only two teams. I mean, you have, and you have the Cubs. That's a now that's a fun stretch. So in May twenty fourth, the Red Sox come in town. So you have the Red Sox for three, then you have the Cubs in for three. Okay. So that'll just be fun for fan wise. Tickets are going to be seventeen hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be some guy in a Ryan Sandberg jersey fucking charging thirteen thousand dollars. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, the, so the, the the schedule is set up to where they can literally be up. 10, 15 games before we can even blink, and then we can all just kind of breathe, and then we can just start. I don't know. We'll 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 bring on more sponsors, and we'll we'll just not we'll stop we'll stop paying attention. Yeah, no. Well, you just you just. I mean, I, honestly, from from a from a baseball standpoint, like it's it's. I mean, how many before the end of May, or I guess before the middle of May, you you have that one Yankee series, and that's the only. The, the way things look now, and of course things will be different once games actually start getting going. The, the A's the are the only other team, team that's above five hundred team. Yeah. So that's, I mean, the Rays, the Rays, the so you got to start out with the Rays. But if you take three out of four from the Rays, then it's all it's all smooth sailing. It's yeah. I mean, it's there's no. There, I mean, yeah. That's a that's a I guess. For, from where we are right now, it looks like the early season schedule. Well, you, is I, mean, you have the, I mean, you have the Indians for four at the end of April. Yeah, you've got the, you've got the Twins twice. I mean, so I mean, the, those are. But I'm not. We're not scared of the Twins and Indians. No. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they make it. The Francona, I'm sure they'll they'll do it. Francona is going to find a way to make it to where if we have four against the Indians, that that fifth game is going to be freaking Bauer, so he doesn't actually have to get booed. That's a that the the fourth game is a is a Sunday night baseball game, so that's fun. That's cool. So yeah, so the Astros get some. That's one good thing about being a uh, a front runner is we've got some, some <laughs> one, national one of the six interesting games teams in baseball. Up. What? That's a, that's a good thing about being one of the six interesting teams in baseball. Well, just in in we are by far the most interesting, and I know there's some bias to come with that. But if you want to talk about personalities, we're it. Yeah, that's true. Like we're fun. Like I don't. I'm trying to think. There's the rest of the teams are a bunch of bozos. Yep. Okay, so that's it. So uh, Astros, uh, the rest of the league are bozos. We're not. We're champions. World Series 2019. We out, Playboy. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole. Fresh today, every day. You get a free child's plate. We use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole.